Well, hello, and we welcome you to the World Travel Dad Show, where we help you travel intelligently with your family. With trip planning, money-saving tips, and funny stories, we are a resource for your next travel chapter. We are excited to have you here, and we hope our adventure helps you with yours. Tips, jokes, stories, and overall fun for your ears to enjoy. Now here's our host, World Travel Dad. show this week's show is about a very special area of italy it's called the cinque terra which means five lands in the northwestern portion of the country and we just spent a week there we had a great time i'm going to have the do's and don'ts um, what you should be doing when you go there with your family and what you should try to avoid if it's your first time joining the show We'll do a short segment on headlines, and then we'll jump into the trip report. We might even have uh, some bloopers, some things that I messed up every week. There are plenty of those, so I just have to pick which ones to uh, report on. So thanks so much for joining me today, and let's get into the headlines. Italy is such an amazing place. If, if you haven't been to Italy before, or maybe you've only been to Rome, I highly recommend the Cinque Terre. I've never talked to somebody that wasn't very impressed with the place. It's, uh, it's five separate small hill towns. It's within a four-hour train ride from Rome, so you could fly in from the States into Rome and just immediately take your train up north. And it's uh, it's remarkable. It's easy to, to get the hang of. It's accessible. Food's really good. Just like other parts of Italy, it's very localized food production. So you get very unique, uh, unique dishes, unique products, depending on the region you're in. That region's called Liguria. The largest city is Genoa which of course is now famous from Luca because that's where uh, Julia lives. That's where that's where Luca and Julia go off to school at the end oh, at the end of the movie. I hope I didn't spoil that for you. If you haven't seen Luca, you need to see it. But without further ado, uh, let's get into the do's and don'ts of uh, Cinque Terre, Italy with your family. The first do, if you're going to hike um, you, well, for, if you go to Cinque Terre for more than a couple of days, you're going to do some serious hiking. These are these are not little strolls in the countryside. These are like real hikes. You know, we're from Colorado and we have some decent hiking, of course. And these were these are uh, big time hikes. You need to bring water. You need to uh, bring uh, real hiking gear. Layer your clothing. Conditions can change. Uh, bring some snacks. My wife and daughter were out on a hike one day and someone was like keeling over and having some kind of a sugar shock or something. We don't know what he was doing. He was. They spoke French. 
and uh, nobody could understand. His friends didn't seem too concerned, but I mean, I think that they were. And um, my daughter had brought some Nutella along, and they gave him a pack of Nutella, and it brought him back to life. And um, you know, just you, you got to be prepared. So I was very proud of her for being prepared. But definitely the water. Got to bring the water. Bring the right clothes. On that note, the first don't is don't try to hike in sandals. Something I did years ago. It looks like they outlawed it. You're not allowed to hike in sandals. I don't know if that means you can't hike in any kind of open-toed shoe, like a like a rugged type sandal or something. But I would just bring, you know, bring a pair of shoes. I hiked in my jogging shoes. It was fine. And I know people do the whole like high ankle like um the trekker kind of hiking shoe that is i'm just i'm that's just not me i mean those things look really heavy they look like you're have a piece of concrete attached to your feet and you know it's definitely um it's definitely something if you know you're probably not going to twist your ankle with those things but they look terrible. They don't look comfortable. But if that's you, bring, bring you know, by all means, bring your full-on hiking gear. Nobody's going to think you're strange if you really treat this like a, a true trekking experience. But proper footwear required. Sandals are not allowed. Cinque Terre is a, it's five small towns linked together by a short train network. These are called milk run trains. Um, when I was here 12 years ago, it uh, these were rickety old pieces of junk trains. Now they're they're really nice trains. Looks like they got an overhaul. They got a huge facelift, and you have to buy a ticket every time you hop on these trains. And uh, you need to buy a ticket. You absolutely have to buy a ticket. Don't even think about trying to um, hop on these things. You know, from one town to the next is like four minutes, and it's very tempting. Um, I've been tempted so many times, but I just felt like my luck was going to be up on that. And so we bought tickets each way, and sure enough, probably 85% of the time we got our ticket checked. And it's not necessarily on the train. They'll check you at an exit point where all the people have to walk through, and it's, you know, unless you're with a huge group and can, like, sneak by, I mean, they'll they'll get you. We saw some people, we saw some Italian people get popped for not having a ticket. And it, I heard, in my broken understanding of Italian, I heard 110 euros. And I don't know if that was for both of them. I think it was per person. And I always have this like soft spot for criminal behavior. And I sort of sided with them and I felt terrible. I felt terrible that these two people were getting, getting popped like that which is so crazy a lot of people look at me when i have those inclinations and it's like i was paying you know 30 euro just to go like a kilometer and i felt bad for these people who are trying to get a free ride but that's just how i view the world i apologize and uh but they got popped you will too always buy tickets don't always uh go to a restaurant on the waterfront i know it's tempting i know look i get it you know, the water is really beautiful, and that's why you're there. But these waterfront restaurants, you gotta be careful. They're kind of ripoffs. 
um, they the prices get get unreasonably high um, at times. But the, you know, it's all relative. This is, we're not talking like uh, Scandinavia high. We're not talking Iceland high. I mean, that was that was appallingly expensive. I'm not talking about that. And if you're you know if you're only in Italy for a week or two. I guess you could eat waterfront every day. What's the big deal? But if you're, you know, if you're traveling for a long period of time, like we are, you got to be careful. So don't always choose the waterfront restaurant. I know it's tempting. There are much better restaurants if you just walk up into these towns, you know, a little ways. I promise. The area of Cinque Terre is famous for pesto. They invented pesto. It's unbelievable. Um, get it at the local grocery stores. I know that sounds weird. It's, I confirmed it. It's the best pesto you'll ever have. And it's at the grocery store and it's cheap. If you try to get it at a restaurant, I'm not sure if they're just trying to get too cute with the way they're doing it, but they're, you know, they're not, they're not serving you the classic stuff sometimes. And it's, it's going to leave you unfulfilled. My advice is just get the pesto from the grocery store. Get a get some bread, get a baguette if you can find one. I couldn't, but get some bread. Just dip it. You could eat that thing all day, and uh, it's amazing. And the next do is uh, eat the focaccia. That's the other snack. It's this like bread with olive oil. I mean, it's unbelievable, and it's it seems like it would be a heavy snack with all the oil and stuff, but it. It's kind of light and fluffy, and you're you're ready for another one, like an hour and a half. Um, so, I feel bad for anyone that's trying to watch their weight in this country. It's it's incredibly difficult. I think you should just give it up. The Italians say they never trust a man with a flat stomach, anyway. Okay, don't get shellfish. I know a lot of these are about food, but that's like that's kind of what you do in Italy. Don't eat the clams, the mussels. Just don't get them. I don't know if we were out of season, but we just—it was terrible. Every everywhere we uh, uh, got them, uh, you know, I can't explain why. But the one of the local seafood specialties—you really have to have it—are the anchovies. Okay, I know that sounds really weird. I know we're brought up to think that anchovies are totally gross. Uh, I'm kind of a full convert now. The fried anchovies, even down in Sorrento, by the way, were, were very good. And up in Cinque Terre, the fried anchovies are pretty spectacular. And that'll get your, your that'll get your seafood fix out of the way. But that's my advice. You want to steer clear of these shellfish. You know, it just they're not good. I, I don't. I think that maybe the Mediterranean's like overfished on shellfish. I didn't even see oysters anywhere, so forget about those. Uh, but the Friday anchovies, really good, really good. Just had some Chinese tourists come by in a gondola. It's kind of fun. We're, uh, we're gonna take a gondola, possibly this evening. I'm pretty psyched about it. I mean, it's so touristy, but you gotta do it. The whole, the whole family's into it. And I'm sitting here watching this guy. He just looked at me. He looked away. I have a microphone. He probably just thinks I'm just some other podcaster out there. I get it. You'll probably see that all day long here. The final do is you need to stay in Cinque Terre for at least three nights. 
don't be a speed demon. Don't don't come in for one night. That's insane. You're just wasting your time. We stayed for seven nights, and we probably uh, could have stayed for a couple more because what you you know you have built-in activities. You you go out and hike these uh, long trails during the day. You know, one of the stretches took us almost five hours, and you hike into the towns and you have a little uh, picnic lunch there on the square. I mean, it's really magical. I mean, people love Cinque Terre for a reason. During the middle of the day, sometimes these like tour groups roll in and there's tons of people and it's kind of obnoxious. And at night, the place is really magical. That's uh, what Rick Steve says all the time. I mean, he's right about that. If you can stay in these mad, you know, these places at night, it's magical. And uh, you know, early morning too, watch a sunrise. I mean, I'm all about that stuff. That's that stuff's uh, that's what it's all about. And uh, if you're only there for a night, you're not going to get any of that. And we've seen people, you know, they go to Italy for like eight days and it's two days here, one day there, two over here, and they jet around. And it, what a waste. You're going to be on the train the whole time. And if you can only go to Italy for eight days, I mean, you know, just stay in Cinque Terre for six, you know, relax. You don't have to see everything. Um, and if in you know try to stay try to go longer and i get it you know people tell me all the time well we, you know i can't you know we can't get away that long. well okay that's fine you you decide what's a priority for you god i'm grumpy today i don't know what's going on um cinque terra was amazing and it deserves at least three nights that way you get you know a couple of days uh if you have younger kids, you can't, you can only do probably one stretch at a time. My, uh, my daughter and, and son actually did all, all the stretches. There's four total big hikes and it took us a few days. And, uh, but if you, if you give yourself a week, you get a much slower pace and you can really, really get to know, get to know the place. This is World Travel Dad. Let's face it, when I'm on the road, I get ripped off a lot. And I'm constantly making a fool of myself. But I'd like to share those moments with you because maybe it'll help you avoid a similar fate. Or maybe you can just make fun of me. Hope you're enjoying listening to this podcast. I've had a great time doing this. Um, our trip. We have another few months here where we're all, I tell people we're homesick, but we're not ready to go home yet. And um, by the way, could you, if you could rate the show, if you could take time to, to give it a five star rating. And like I said before, you know, it doesn't, doesn't really help me if, if you do like the three or four star, you know, you're trying to maybe be constructive and being honest. And I, I don't need that. I don't need honesty. I just need five. I need five stars. I looked down on my own subscription here to Spotify to my podcast, and I had only rated the show four stars. Uh, so I don't know why I did that, but I boosted it up to five. Um, it would be great if you could do that too. I guess it helps uh, boost the uh, the show visibility somehow. Um, now let's get into bloopers. Um, absolutely tons of these. I just... I keep making them all over the place. I'm just making a mess. 
I don't know if um, the wheels are falling off uh, or what, but um, in so you, I had always heard that you can't you can't go into these uh, cafes in Italy. Uh, there's a and, and just go like sit down. Um, there's an extra charge attached to sitting at the table versus standing at the bar. Okay, that was what we always were raised on. Uh, that's the rule that I operated under for years. And lo and behold, it had been over a decade. I show up in Italy, and they didn't have that distinction anymore. Uh, we were sitting down, and we weren't getting some extra charge. Um, and I kind of let down my guard on that. Uh, because half the time, it's not that I really wanted to sit down. And if I knew that it was going to be an extra eight euros, I don't need to sit in your, you know, broken chair, your crummy table. There's crumbs all over the place from the last croissant. I don't need that. I, I can go, I'll go sit in the square. You know, I, I have a bench right over there. I don't need your table for eight euros. Well, they weren't doing that. And I thought maybe that's a thing of the past. Well, not in Venice. Um, I just went out this morning, um, got a couple of, uh, maybe that's why I'm grumpy. I think I just figured it out. Got a couple of uh, cachetti. My son really has it in his mind. That he wants to try these cachetis. They're little, they're little snacks. I mean, who doesn't like those? They're like tapas, like the Italian version of tapa. We sit down for these two cachetis. The the lady behind the counter tried to kind of steer us away from them in broken English, and uh, I think maybe they were from the day before. But these things were awful. They were not good. My coffee wasn't even all that good, and lo and behold, we got we got hit with the the table charge, the, uh, you know, the tavolo, or they might say, you know, at a posti, you know, you're at, you're at the seats. And, uh, I said, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, what's the problem? You know, well, problem is you get, you get upcharged and, uh, that, um, that's the kind of thing that I have a tough time getting over. Uh, don't let it happen to you. You can go, you can even ask, you know, is it going to be more to, to sit down? And by the way, you don't have to speak Italian anymore in this country. I don't know what is going on. Everybody speaks English. I promise you, that was not how it was when I was coming here 20 years ago. Even 12 years ago, that's not what was going on. Everybody speaks English now. Um, so I think it's just a newer generation. I mean, it's kind of cool. It's like the pressure's off. You can... You can uh, speak in full sentences. You don't have to use your um, hand gestures, you know, sign language, doing the fork thing where you're shoveling the food in your mouth to like indicate that you want to eat something. You don't have to do that anymore. So just make sure you know if you're going to be charged to sit down because that one was a real gut punch. That Those cachet were terrible. We didn't need to sit there. And finally, if you're with your family and you're booking tickets on the Italian trains, you, you there's no way to ensure that you're all going to be sitting in the same section. And that's insane. They, the diagrams on the train app that you use here, um, we tried it one way and we got two seats in one table section and then the other two were in the next table section over. And uh, we had to have to explain to people when you're sitting in their seat you know this is an eight and eleven year old you're welcome to sit with them if you'd like but i think maybe you want to choose another seat you know and most people are kind of understanding 
But so we tried it the other way coming to Venice and we did the opposite of what we did in the last one. Well, it turns out that was a different arrangement of seats. And so we still got the wrong seats and we still had to like boot somebody out of their seat. And so um, we, we have decided maybe to not reserve seats anymore. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do on these trains sometimes, but it's worked out, you know. It's not a, not a huge blooper. We ended up getting to sit together. Um, just you know, be prepared. You're going to have to explain to somebody that you took their seat. They're going to have to go to some other seat um, unless they want to sit with your kids. Thank you for listening to this show. I am constantly trying to improve through the process of iteration. Your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending it here. We are now available on Google, Apple, and Spotify. Wherever you are listening, please take a moment to leave a five-star review and hit subscribe. And I promise to do whatever I can to send you good vibes. Good vibes.